From The Conversation, this is Politics with Michelle Grattan, a podcast where Michelle discusses the issues of the day with The Conversation's politics team. Hi, my name's Amanda Dunn. I'm the Politics and Society Editor for The Conversation, and I'm speaking with Michelle Grattan. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Amanda. The government has announced a crackdown on vaping, which it says is the number one behavioural issue in high schools and is also a growing problem in primary schools. How will it change the accessibility of vapes? Well, basically, it wants to stamp out recreational vaping so that uh, the only vaping you would have, ideally, would be people who got a prescription for vapes. And there'll be a number of measures to do this. Also, the government has said that it will make it easier for people who need vapes to get prescriptions, but it's alarmed. And I think this is reflecting community alarm and parents' alarm in particular about the spread of vaping. And it would be really disastrous after all the progress we've made to cut down people's smoking if this was undone or partially undone by people, especially young people, taking up vaping. And if they do, they're more likely to become smokers of cigarettes anyway. All right. And we know that there will be $234 million to address smoking and vaping issues in Tuesday's budget. And we're gradually hearing more and more about what might be in it. So there were some reports today, Michelle, that the job seeker rate for older Australians in particular might be lifted. What do we know about that? Well, just before we move on to that, Amanda, one thing that uh, Mark Butler, the health minister, has just announced today is that the tax on cigarettes is going to be raised by 5% a year over three years, and that'll bring in the government $3.3 billion in revenue. So that was uh, an add-on to the... uh, vaping story that um, we've just been talking about. Now, another aspect of the budget, as you say, is the speculation about JobSeeker. And uh, there was a story that broke on uh, the Seven Network last night suggesting that JobSeeker would be raised for people over 55. At present, uh, those over 60 get somewhat more. This would bring down that age. It seems quite an unusual step to lift the rate for one group of people and not for another. Do you think this is likely to cause resentment or how has it been received so far, Michelle? I think we're already seeing some uh, backlash against that and people, younger people saying, well, we face a whole lot of uh, difficulties, issues of housing and uh, high costs and in general we're in this cost of living crisis so why should it only be for those who are older? Now, Jim Chalmers won't confirm that this is what's being done but he's not denying it either so I think most people are thinking it is likely and he was arguing on radio today, firstly the precedent of the over 60s, he was saying that uh, those over 55 are most likely to be longer term unemployed 
and also particularly that women in this age group are very vulnerable. So I think that uh, the government will argue, assuming that this is right and it goes ahead with this measure, that uh, it is giving priority to those most in need, those who find it hardest to get back into the labour market. It also fits in with its agenda for women and, of course, it makes the point that it can't meet all demands. All right, and Michelle, there were hopes, among mortgage holders anyway, that there would not be another interest rate rise today, but in fact the Reserve Bank has announced that it will put interest rates up by another quarter of a percentage point, which must come as a disappointment to Jim Chalmers than a week out from the federal budget. Will that have any effect on how it all plays out on Tuesday night? The bank is arguing that uh, inflation is still the number one issue and it remains too high even though it's coming down and it's also actually leaving the way open to uh, take more action on interest rates later depending on how things go. In terms of the budget, I think that uh, economically it emphasises the need for a restrained budget but politically it will increase uh, people's demand for action for cost of living relief. Now, the government says that there will be a cost of living package in the budget, but I think that people are getting uh, quite, or many people are getting uh, quite desperate about trying to meet their mortgage costs, uh, their grocery bills and, and other pressures on their budget. So the government's got a juggling act and whether it can meet expectations adequately, well, we'll know in a week, but uh, it's going to be quite difficult and I think quite a few people will be disappointed. All right. And finally, Michelle, Anthony Albanese's weekends have been very busy of late. He was at a uh, celebrity wedding last weekend and this weekend he's off to King Charles' coronation. Yes, uh, it's interesting that last weekend was quite controversial. Shock jock Carl Sanderland's wedding, which had some colourful Sydney identities, uh, plus the Prime Minister, plus the new Premier of New South Wales. And Anthony Albanese has uh, come in for a a bit of uh, stick over his attendance there and his apparent uh, enjoyment of of that occasion. People were a bit surprised that uh, he would uh, go to that wedding. But as for the coronation, of course, he's got quite a busy uh, round of engagements in London, apart from the uh, ceremony itself. And it's, I guess, paradoxical in a way that uh, here he is attending the coronation, but proposing to put a a referendum on the Republic sometime down the track in a a second term so that uh, we would no longer be under King Charles. All right, Michelle, we will speak again next week once we know what is in Jim Chalmers' budget. It's great to talk with you as always. Thanks, Amanda. Our theme music is by Blue Dot Sessions. You can find more podcasts from The Conversation on our website at theconversation.com.